T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Daryl, I now bequeath you this moment on air. Because <laughs> you wanted to do this yesterday, and I just didn't fit into the show. Because we have a staunchly, I'm not fixing the NBA All-Star game. And I'm not trying to fix no. the NBA and, All-Star and game either. I don't care one, enough to do it. Because none of the ideas are any good. Right. Two, none of them are logical. Three, the NBA doesn't want to fix it because it makes them a lot of money. So do people say, just delete it? It's not a realistic thing. Well, so the whole conversation sucks because in the end, here's the brass tacks. It's about the players having to play hard. It's it's And it's become a wedge issue for the players. Yeah. So the players use it as leverage with the league, which brings us to the moment that I think you've really been waiting for. You've been chomping at the bit. We we now we're still on your lawn, but we're waiting to be screamed at to get off your lawn. Well, I mean, and we we saw this with the NFL, right? The the Pro Bowl became a joke as well, and so the league said, "All right, we'll scrap the game and we'll just do a bunch of uh, events during the week and a flag football game." And I don't know that you can do that in basketball, but here's what this comes down to is it comes down to the players, and it comes down to the players belly aching about the, uh, shall we say, storybook lives they already lead. And, you know, the reporting that, you know, the players want to be paid to play hard in the All-Star game. First of all, the All-Star thing's a privilege. Now, to the modern athlete, it no longer is a privilege, whether you're in the NFL or you're in the NBA. And that's very, very clear. Players don't care about it the way the old school players mm-hmm. do. Remember Larry Bird gets up there and you know gives the big speech about playing hard in the heart of Indiana basketball and this, that, right? And we saw how much that really resonated with today's players. Yeah. It did not, right? We, we got a joke of an all-star game. You got dudes chucking up shots from three-quarter court mm-hmm. in, in the middle of plays, okay? There's, there is no fixing the all-star game. And the reason why... There's no fixing the all-star games. It's because the players don't care. And there's just not enough for the players today. And I will preface my remarks as saying, I am as pro-player as it gets. I am for the college athletes getting any pe- every penny that they deserve. Mm-hmm. I'm for every NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, any pro player making their bank when they can. So this Catching is where in. we say the nice thing first and then we drop the hammer Correct. ready for it. Correct. Throw the hammer down. That was my best AC. Not great, Bob. Stop whining and complaining. Your lives as pro athletes are as charmed as they get. You're not traveling, you know, city to city, having to go through TSA for three hours before you can get your next flight to your next game. You got police escorts to the airport, to and from. 
You've got you don't have to even go through the terminal in a lot of cases. You Not just the only go, kind of escorts. They got a lot of different kind of you, escorts in the NBA. You just go right from the parking lots onto the planes, okay? Meals are provided for you. You're paid it, especially the superstars, you're paid a ton of money, and this is where my, most of my gripe is, with the superstars. You had a dude win the dunk contest the last two years who isn't even in the NBA, okay? Because none of the stars want to do it anymore. I grew up with loving the dunk contest. Now, big names like Spud Webb. Continue. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Spud Webb. Continue. And quite honestly, I think LeBron not doing it Ruin the dunk contest, but I just I'm exhausted by the 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 superstars today, not really being in, not really having an understanding about all star being a privilege. You know, the Pro Bowl lost some luster when they took it out of Hawaii and they started bouncing it around. Vegas, they were pretty happy with that because let's be honest about it, it's Vegas, mm-hmm. right? Eh, Orlando, they're not as crazy about the Pro Bowl being there. But this notion that the these guys are are just you know can't play. We need load management in the NBA now. What are we doing? You're paying, especially for the superstars. First of all, fans are paying premium dollar in opposing cities to see you, but you can't play not because you're injured, but because you just need a night off to rest. So, like, so I, real I just, quick, I want to get to one thing because I don't look at the All Star Game issue the same as I I look at just the NBA relatability issue. I think it's because, all symptomatic though. Um I don't I again, I think you're right, but when I look at All-Star games, I just don't think they matter anymore. Because if you want to watch Giannis play uh, Nikola Jokic, you just got to tune into that game right. and hope both guys are playing. So, I think that's the same problem in Major League Baseball with their All-Star game, the same thing with the NHL All-Star game. Every single All-Star game, the reason why it mattered 40 years ago is you never saw Bill Russell on the court Except in the NBA, uh, except in the NBA Finals, or in two regular season games with Will Chamberlain, you never saw Kareem versus um, Artis Gilmore. You never saw the greats go up against each other because so few games were televised. Right. Now you can, I mean, you can get league pass and literally watch a different team, different superstar, different matchup every single night. So I just think, I think, I do think part of this weekend was an indictment on All Star Games. But the problem is they're making a butt ton of money for the league. To what right. you're saying, where we kind of look to the symptomatic part of the NBA problem, I I do wonder if as great as the general generational wealth these players have, I wonder if it's no longer really about chasing rings or winning titles. And I think now the game is, how many contracts can I get in the NBA? And that's what... That's what rest is about. That's what, hey, I'm only going to play 60 games because if I take 22 games off the regular season slate here, I'll be fresher for the playoffs. And that 20 games across four seasons, that's an NBA season that I've saved by load managing. And so, I like, guys, I to me, it's, it's equal parts load management and it's how quickly these guys are getting money. Yeah. I, I, Zion Williamson I just, did diddly squat in the NBA. And, and, well, that's not fair. Zion was really fun to watch, but Zion was a dunk machine and nothing else in his first 120 games, in his first three and a half seasons in the NBA. And because the Pelicans know how the games work and can't let that guy out of the building, they had concerns about his work ethic, about his familial relationships, impacting their relationship with the team, um, his ability to stay healthy. 
all of which he didn't do or became a problem the first four years, and they had no choice but to give him five-year, $200 million because you have to. Because if he went somewhere else and balled out, it would be the end of you as a franchise. Right. So that, to me, is the problem. You're giving guys who haven't earned it. Like, four years into the NFL, when you get paid, you've earned it. Right? Like, dudes who have an injury-prone year in the NFL, it dings your value at some point of those first four years. 100%. In the NBA, like, I mean, Joel didn't play till year three. Right? Like, look at Ben Simmons. Like, they're, I mean, Chet Holmgren. They're start, They're just sitting guys that are the best and brightest prospect for a year to allow their bodies to mature. And I think all of this is symptomatic. Player empowerment, yes. But it's also the radical wealth these guys are walking into at 22 and it changes their perspective. Yeah, and the, and the radical wealth is why I'm just like, get your butt out there and play. Yeah. Fans in these cities are spending their hard-earned money. I don't want to hear about load management. Kareem didn't need it. There's no, And they actually had to go through the terminal and take uh, commercial air to travel back then. Well, it's different yeah, when like, it's Joel Embiid or Kawhi who have injury histories. Right. When it's just like a guy who's five years into his career who just doesn't want to play in New Orleans on any given night. I just I I really think we're at a, a, a peak point, and I don't think NBA players are thinking about this because they're so consumed in their Wiley Coyote um, Roadrunner feud with the NBA owners and right. with the league. And it's not about it's not a feud. It's the push and pull of how much money can I extrapolate out of you every single opportunity we get. They're so focused on that. Which, by the way, that tells you how powerful that league is and how, how powerful the the players' association is. But they're so consumed. Who's looking out for the fans? Who's 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 net minding? Hey, when you when you completely cheapen the All Star game, and you score four hundred points combined, and nobody plays defense, and it's an ugly, unwatchable affair, and people you're are not, paying hundreds of dollars for those tickets. But you're not cheating. You're not cheating, Dan Gilbert. Right. You're not cheating uh, whichever Allen owns Portland, uh, the Portland Trailblazers now, or the Bus family. No, you're cheating the fan. And what's funny is, I do think, and there's some validity to this, I think players think of themselves as we're robbing from the rich, the owners, to give the poor themselves generational wealth. But I think what they realize is this isn't Robin Hood because there's somebody else affected in this right. dynamic, and it's the fans who lose most of all. Yeah, but the players don't care about the fans. Well, I, I don't think they think of them. I think that's different than not caring. Okay, that's fair. I, I, I assume they care in the nebulous, but there's not right. A, they, they care in the sense that the, the the fans are paying the freight by buying the tickets, the yes. jerseys, the merchandise, all that. But if they cared about the fans, load management is not a thing. Well, I think you <laughs> care about the fans you see. Right. Like if you're if you're LeBron, you care about the teams you've played with. But if like you're uh, Darius, you have a connection with a Cleveland fan. Like, that's fair. Like LeBron but, but, right but now do you is care fine about- for load management because he's yeah. in a, he's in his twentieth season. He's seventy five years old. Everybody has seen him or had an opportunity over twenty years to see him. Like that would that makes sense. I'm not criticizing that. Yeah, it's when Anthony Edwards right. loads, or, or honestly, even younger Steph or like the younger four years stars. Ago. Yes. So. I did want to I want to get to this though. But I do think I think players think about fans in their community. I don't think they think of fans with a global mindset. Like there's a reason that certain guys, yeah, I'm not playing in Portland tonight. Yeah, I'm not playing in New Orleans. I'm not playing in and here's the thing. The the markets where you it doesn't matter if you play are markets like Miami, like LA, like Boston, like New York where there's already such a fervor for the game 
that it's kind of like Cleveland with football. Well, you we supported you at one and thirty-two. We're going to support you when you're nine and eight and barely making the playoffs. And in the NBA, there are probably seven or eight replete markets in terms of like fandom. The problem is where who they job the most is the rest of America who already has problems relating to them. Like, find me a dude in Indianapolis who relates to Zion Williamson on any sort of level because it's no longer socio socioeconomically on the same level. You're no longer his backstory versus your backstory. There's obviously, there are racial discrepancies that I'm probably not qualified to talk about, but there's already all these barriers. And now you add this excessive wealth with the, with the, uh, the entitlement. Outlook. Well, but that's, but that's a, that's an optic right there. The entitlement, because the only thing we see is dudes getting paid $200 million a year to not, or sorry, $200 million over five years who've not won anything, who've been really good when they played, but haven't played enough to really like, um, to justify that contract. And, and so you're already having these hurdles to overcome. And yeah, I think it's a hundred percent. Like I think the all-star game is symptomatic of it. But to me, it's not the most corrosive sign. It is, and this is also becoming a generational you thing because of Instagram is? and social media. Like, I think it's all encompassing, and I think it's becoming harder and harder to relate to the NBA player, and that's not good for the sport. What the corrosive sign is, the fact that the NBA now has to put in rules that to qualify for things, you have to play X games. And it's not working, by the way. No, it's not working. And, it, and it's ridiculous. Like, the, the medical treatments and the things, the technology that's available to athletes today to keep their bodies fresh and, uh, you know, keep them healthy, okay, is night and day compared to, I, I'm all about the old school. I'm not going to lie. And, and if that's get off my lawn, old man yells at cloud, I'll wear that. But look, Magic Johnson never took a night off. Larry Bird never took a night off. Oscar Robertson never took a night off. Like, and, and those guys had made a lot less money and uh, travel was much more difficult. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they used to play in band boxes. The locker rooms in arenas today are palaces, even for the visiting team. Like they, they redid the locker room over at, uh, at Rocker Mortgage Fieldhouse for the visitors. I'm old enough to remember when that locker room was, it, it was like a, the Boston Garden locker room. It was so small. It was a home court advantage for the Cavaliers because the visitors locker room was like wedged under the stands and it was like 10 feet deep, right? And so you were like packed in. It wasn't comfortable. It was the worst locker room to go in there and have to cover a post game in. But like the, the locker rooms are spacious and beautiful and palatial and the shot, like it's, the amenities that these guys have today, that's why I just I don't have sympathy for load management anymore so, because so much is taken care of. Their meals are taken care of. Their travel. They don't have to book their own flights. They don't have to book their own hotels. They don't have to worry about food being served after games. The only thing they have to worry about is what they're going to go do when they leave the arena. Well, like I, it's it's so much is taken care of by these teams from a support standpoint that I just I don't have a tolerance well, based on what they make and based on – uh, the the economics the, from a fan perspective, I just I don't want to hear load management, and, well, and I don't and I don't and you want to get rid of get rid of the all star games. You don't have to worry about sub all stars anymore. I'm an advocate for the NFL getting rid of the Pro Bowl. You're a Pro Bowler, and that's it. Make it like the all pro teams and the all NFL and all that kind of stuff. Like why do we? But like you said, it's a potential money maker, so they're going to keep running these sham events out there for fans because the fans keep buying it well, and, and they keep and, watching and it. And the players... 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Don't mind their cut of that TV deal that that includes the All-Star game. I do think some of this is perceptional. I don't think all of it is. Like I, I But I think the NBA does have a very real perceptional issue that then leads to it, its relatability problem. And I think they also play a sport that rules-wise has, has been changed to what people consider to be a a softer sport, whereas in the NFL, even when you say, well, the NFL 20 years ago is tougher, yeah, we still see dudes break their backs on a daily basis in the yes. NFL. So that there's a relatability in the blue-collar nature of the NFL that I don't think is automatically there in the NBA. And I'll say it again. I do think some of this is perceptional. But I don't think anybody's minding the store on that perception. And I think that's the concern. And I do think players disregard it because, well, the NBA was here before us and the NBA will be here after us. But what I don't think you understand unless you followed any league for a, a long amount of time is there's an ebb and flow when it comes to popularity. And that is 100% tied to do people relate to you and do people want to watch you do great things. And I think that's a real concern. How you fix it? I don't even, I, I mean, I think if they had a fix, Adam Silver would have tried it already, or David Stern would have tried it, you know, 20, 15 years ago. I think that's the concern is the fix is the players got to care or that they've got to change the perception that they don't care. I don't want to say it's even the state of the NBA. The spoiled nature of the modern athlete. See, I want to, I want to continue to preface this as a, as a perceptional thing because it doesn't mean that it isn't rooted in truth. But like, I don't consider the Cavs to be emblematic of no. uh, what I think has been abused in the NBA. I would agree. Like, I when Donovan says he needs a night off, it's a legitimate, hey, I'm banged up. And so, I, like, I, it's honestly, I think it's one of the reasons why we should be more behind this Cavs team is they seem to do it, and they seem to play the game and run this thing for the right way. And, and I'll also say, getting back to what you said, there are, like, for me, LeBron, when it comes to load management, I there at some point there's a reality of being 39 years and having a billion miles on your body. I understand. We're, even Kawhi, with, with the knee injury that he had um, that, that has kind of impacted him since going back to San Antonio. Right. 
I understand. It is when... They abuse the system. Well, it's twofold. It's when a team decides to sit all of their players in one night, like Golden State did a couple years ago with Cleveland. Yep. And that felt like a throwback to the rivalry. You can't convince me that Steph Curry, Draymond, all those dudes who took a a seat that night, it wasn't a little bit because you didn't like Cleveland five years ago in the playoffs. And even though you won three of the four finals. Yeah. And you can still uh, smell the champagne in the locker room from what Steph said. Well, actually, no, you can't because they gutted it and redid it. Like, so they had to get that smell out of there. I think that's one level of an issue. And I do just think like, I I think, I think too many of these dudes are presenting the lifestyle part of this, which is uh, jumbo jets and IG models and, you know, bag like the James Harden, you know, bag full of $250,000 uh, that he, they handed to some unknown rapper for a birthday present. Like, it's not I – mean, by the way, I have no problem with guys having a different life. Right. I can't fathom what it's like to be 22 years old, a chiseled specimen that can get any woman on the planet just with a look and have my life set up for me on my second contract when I'm 23 years old. But with that does become like I everyone in the NBA, and I feel this way about baseball, soccer, the NFL, you are a, a steward of the game. And where in the NFL, I can point out to you the the 10 ass clowns that care more about TikTok dances or that kind of stuff. And they cycle through the NFL very quickly, those guys. Yes. And there's and so we much... saw many of them over the years cycle through Cleveland and yes. mo- most specifically the Browns, the, the Browns locker room. So, like, I I guess a lot of it is, like, there are so many good stewards of the game. Yeah. I think Pat Mahomes is a guy whose life is incredibly influenced by everything that he's got, and he deserves it. But the way he conducts himself, I think, is incredibly relatable. Honestly. I think to Kelsey's. I- I, they they further the game. We're, we're yeah. always talking about them. Uh, their their podcast is extremely entertaining. They get to express themselves on a variety of topics that they feel that they want to discuss. And it's you know it's not through an intermediary. Yeah. It's through that you know their own words. Like you know, and that doesn't mean you have to agree with everything they do yeah. or everything they say or whatever. But like there are good guys in the game. Don't understand in, in all sports. But I, I just kind of feel like the money is getting to a point where it's becoming all about the money, less about the fans, less about performing for the fans. Like All Star Weekends, it, that that's supposed to be like that's supposed to be an honor and a tribute to mm-hmm. the game, right? It back in the day, it it, it mattered. It doesn't matter anymore. It, well, it doesn't mean as much to, to guys anymore as it used to. And and I get to a degree why that is. Okay. But, but when your response is, well, give us more money and maybe we'll care more. Right. Not a guarantee, by the way. But when you're using what I think is a billboard moment for any league, when you're using it as leverage publicly, I think that's where all of a sudden people are going to go, but wait, you got your, you, some of you guys are who making $50 million. I mean, yeah, Zion Williamson, it? what have you won? You're making $40 million a year and you you haven't really sniffed the playoffs consistently in your career. You were... You were a legend in college and in high school. You were you you, know, you were a prophecy of the NBA gods, and it's not all your fault. But there are things within your control. Now you're making you know forty million dollars a year, and you can't play on any given night. You don't feel like it. Like I do. I 
that again is where the perception is. I'm not saying that's the reality. That's what I, that's what I'm trying to say is I think some of this is perception because I know the Cavaliers play the game the right way. Right. The Cavs have a bunch of really cool, relatable dudes. But I think what happens is they're I, not I, the I, norm in the NBA. Well, I just think ultimately the players have to be the steward. The owners really only care about themselves. And the bottom the owners, line. The owners say things like integrity of the game. What they really mean is integrity of their bank account. And I understand that these these guys view this as a job now. That's totally fine. And there are a lot of players that do. To, to our yes. conversation yesterday uh, in the 6 o'clock hour. Like, it, it, it's okay to, to view it as a job. And, and sometimes you have to uh, at that level. It's understandable, but also at the same time, there is a there's a responsibility that comes with it, and if and if you're not able to connect with fans, it, at some point the fans are going to notice. Uh, Real Xavier P on Twitter saying, "Sorry, owners, fans, and media have to take accountability for what the NBA is now. Owners uh, are about making uh, uh, owners are making about money. Fans, media created about titles. So why play 82 games and risk the missing the playoffs?" Um, if, if NBA, if, if NBA players cared so much about the perception of fans and media that actually play 82 games. So this idea that, well, it's ring culture, who created ring culture? It wasn't the general public. It was the myth of Michael Jordan. And, and that begat super teams in the 2000s. It's a big reason why LeBron took his talents to South Beach. So he had to thing. find a way to get rings. Here's the thing. The demographic of fans has also changed because somebody like myself can afford a Cavs game a year. Right. And so there is a part of it. Like, when, I, when I go to games, I don't see a lot of people who come from my neck of the woods in Manaway. I'll say this. At the old Richfield Coliseum, Howie Chiswick never had to yell, Make some well, and and honestly, like the dudes that I played pickup basketball with when I was twenty years old, a lot of the same guys yeah. are in the same boat I am, and it's so it's it's rich. It's the richer fans who get to experience the product. It's players who get richer. Look what the Browns did this past year. There are now seats in front of the dog pound, and look at what the Guardians did with the 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 digital pass, like. Yeah. Like those things help keep the common fan who can't afford as many of these events in there. So, like, I I think the fan problem is you have the wrong fans going to the game. You have people who is who are entitled to it instead of people who, who just really act, love it. Who yeah. really love it. So, if we want to talk about the fans' role in this, that is a part of it. But that goes back to the pricing of the event, which is tied between this tug of war between NBA's uh, NBA owners and NBA players. And NBA owners and NBA players are the only ones that can cause this perception to go away. And a lot of that is their weak-ass negotiating in public, but that's for another day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.